Uh, then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? He's like three he feet said, away from the ground. <laughs> he hides the enormous gun. <laughs> the gun is still smoking. The gun is hand. still smoking. Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And we are two ex-ordained daddies. Scott, were you ever ordained as a uh, somebody who can marry and bury? Oh, I think so. Ordained bury as, a, bury, marry? as a dad. Um, were you ever ordained as a dad also? No. Never, never experienced the ordination of the fathers. They huh. used to have, uh, on Father's Day, they wouldn't ordain people, but... You know, they would make a big deal. <laughs> kind of the same you thing. A, you're now a Southern Baptist licensed father. Yeah. It, I mean, they really would go all out on Father's Day at my church. It was like Mother's Day, like, yeah, we had flowers, but Father's Day was always a big one. But uh, anyway, I was ordained, but um, and it's not that special of a process. You think it's going to be something like very holy and uh, like a life-changing moment. And it's more like you just have five people at like a church meeting go, do you want to be a pastor? Okay. Okay, great. Now you're a pastor. Congratulations. And they sign a paper and then that's it. And then you get to wed people whenever you want. Just marry anybody in public. Like look at two people and boom. Yeah. I never actually got ordained as a pastor. Um, I ordained online. Wow. What did you have to do? um, Where do you even go? I never did that. You can just look up ways to get ordained. Amazing. So, like freecreditreport.com. Um, yeah. Just basically, like you don't have to go through a church to get ordained in any sort of way. Um, right. Which is just, it's always been such the stupidest process. And, and the stupidest thing, whenever somebody says, like, by the power invested in me by God in the state of yeah. Indiana. Right. It's like, okay, anybody could get this power. <laughs> yeah, it, the power is not invested in you. Um, the lady who did my wedding was like the power by the power invested in me by the state of Indiana and Google. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, we um, we had a pastor marry us, but uh, I did one wedding, one Christian wedding. One, you did. One last I was there while. for it. You were there. Uh, no. I already knew in my heart of hearts I was not a Christian, though. I remember, like, I was thinking, this is all a lie. I'm I'm fooling everybody. This is a this is a sham of a wedding. This is a sham marriage. I've ruined their lives. <laughs> you hear that, Don and Sherry? You need to get <laughs> Don married. Sh- I wish I married someone named Don and Sherry. That may no, sound those rad. Are, we, people can't know those aren't their real oh, names. Oh right. I mean, of course, it was Don you have and to Sherry. Protect their identity. Right. So obviously, 
in the year of our Lord 2019, Scott married Don to Sherry. That's right. Don, who Don's used boat sales and Sherry runs the front office and she has a mullet. Yeah. Yep. Don, coincidentally, also has a mullet. Yes. His Honestly, is not quite as photos, fluffy. The wedding photos, if you kind of like cross your eyes a bit they look like the same person it's like a a a puzzle like if you flip one of them upside down and like put them together then they make (laughs) the shape of the cross have you ever seen that like picture of like is it two faces or people kissing it's kind of like is it is it two or is it a vase or two people kissing it's kind of like is it is it two people or is it actually one person is it a giant hair cross or two people getting married with mullets we won't know we won't know. No one knows. Oh, Don and no Sherry. Well, and rest Sherry. in peace. They're they're not with us anymore. So no, they got run over. By died boat. horrifically. Boating this out <laughs> in a used boat sail <laughs> accident. He was showing off one of the pontoons, and it uh, just just it sank fell, like a fell, rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fell on him into the ocean. He forgot to take it off the trailer, so he just backed it into the ocean and just never came out. That was it. Yeah. And then Sherry went in after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she had her ankle weights on because she was, you know, just came from gym. She class. came from Zumba. <laughs> She's a part-time Zumba instructor. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> oh man, let's talk about Christian weddings, though. Uh, hey, we're cooking. We're cooking. Yeah, we're we're cooking today. It's been it's been a hot second. We're back in the saddle yeah. though. Yeah, Scott and I both moved. <laughs> we did. I was like. Yeah. Two months. Like we both moved across the country. I moved from Philadelphia to Cincinnati. He moved from Indianapolis to Wisconsin. And that's why our episodes have been spotted. Yeah. So you can blame me, everyone. I know everyone's been craving yet another episode of the Unblessed Podcast, but uh yeah. your boy people really want to hear what these two white dudes have to say. Don't don't they? Don't they? Mm-hmm. But I yeah, I've been doing nothing but moving boxes. And fixing up this damn house for the last week. So, but we're here. We made it. We did it. And we're only four hours, well, eight hours away now. Uh, six yeah. hours away. I don't know how far away we are. I think six hours is a little okay, bit more Okay, so a little, just a smidge closer than what we were. Maybe six, five. Okay. Because Chicago from Indianapolis is what? Three and a half. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares about this. How far away we are no from each other. No one cares. If, in case our listeners want to know how far away your hosts are, as far as a drive, buckle up. We're going to talk about it for the next no twenty five minutes. Shit. No. No one cares. We oh want to talk God. about Christian weddings. We do. I've attended um, a lot. I've I've performed one. I've and I've been in one myself. As far as being a groom. Uh, yeah, I've been in I've been in quite a few. I was never at one where there was a feet washing. Ooh, I think I was at one that did that. Okay. Let's yeah, talk about that. What did what do you mean by a feet washing? I mean, you just you so it's kind of a thing in Christianity that Jesus washes his disciples' feet. Um and it's a way of, you know, presenting yourself as the servant and as a servant's attitude. Um and you know you see it at some types of revivals as a way of like washing away sin but at some weddings it can be a way of like the husband presenting himself as you know a servant to the wife or the wife presenting herself as a servant to the husband doing things like that which also just 
I feel just has like weird tamed sexual energy of this is something we can get away with in front of everybody. Like, <laughs> well, if it's if it's to that point at a in a Christian wedding, uh, yeah, you know that they haven't done anything together if they're washing each other's feet. So, no. you know, there's some serious tension. Do they, when you were at the wedding where they washed feet, was it in front of everybody or did they kind of go off I to said the I side? haven't been to one. Oh, you haven't? So, oh. No, I haven't. I recall going to one and they like went off to the side and did it like kind of okay. not right center stage, but it's also like still on, like, you know, I think it was an outdoor wedding. Was it during the ceremony? Like still? Yeah. Yeah. It was like during. Yeah. So then like the center stage is them. Well, I mean, like, you know, there's like the center of the stage and they kind of, I think. Oh yeah. Well, that's what, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why the fuck did they move off to the side? Instead of doing like, cause a lot of people. Everybody's going to be like, everybody's going to be like, what are they, what are they doing? We, uh, we lit a candle. That's what we did together at our wedding. That like, cause there's the time of the ceremony where it's like, you do a. I don't know. You do all your like blah blah we blah. A cigarette. Yeah, you get your vows. You take a cigarette break. You come back. I would love a unity, cer- oh. unity ceremony was a pack of Marlboros. You know, someone out there definitely did that though. You you know it. Like, I would kill. Oh, I would love that. I think that'd be so funny. Yeah. Just take a quick smoke break halfway through the, the ceremony, but <laughs> through the ceremony. but uh, most people do like a unity candle. Or like they'll fill up a glass together or something like that. But I've seen like uh, sand in glass sand. before. I've seen the like three braided knot oh. with like God at the center, the husband and the wife. They'll crucify a Jesus actor yeah. together. Yeah, they'll go out and get like some dude and just hang him up on a cross. Oh um, some guy just walking his dog outside of the church. Get in here. Get that hipster. Get up there. Get down from there. Um, I've I think the weirder things that I've seen yeah. have been just like the sermons in the middle of a wedding. Those are the worst. Whenever people worst. make more than a three to five minute sermon, it's a what a fucking waste of time. Like, what are people doing? Just people want to get yeah. in and get out of the ceremony. Absolutely. And I had a buddy of mine, he like he had, I think, two sermons in his wedding. Two? Oh god. At least 20 minutes. Yikes. And everyone on the bride's side is crying, everyone on the groom's side is crying. And I don't know who any of these people are. I just know him. And so I'm just standing there like. <laughs> Like, I don't know what the like hell is happening. Like a psychopath, everyone's crying and you're just staring. I guess because he had like his, he had like a camp that he attended, that pastor do it. Um, and then his um, dad did it as well. Nice. Um, and I'm not dissing any of that, but the part that like I kind of like cocked my head at was it was like, and these two wanted to offer a moment for if anybody felt like they needed to accept Jesus Christ into oh. their life, you can do so right now. And I'm like, I would rather die. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I I, I want to unpack that a little bit. I I've have seen been that to, at a wedding and I've seen that at a funeral. I've been to so many of those events, so many weddings and funerals where there's an, inv- this is the most Southern Baptist thing you can do. 
mm-hmm. is be at a freaking wedding and you're trying to get people to like, who does that? Who actually goes, actually, I don't know Christ. And they just stand like, what do you do? What's the actual game plan for someone? That's what I want to know is it seems so performative to be like, if anybody doesn't know the true love of Christ, like these two people up here do, then I invite you to accept him right now in your heart. But what if someone did like, do you just ignore them for the rest of the ceremony and talk to him after? Do you just like, I don't know. It, it seems like so. Yeah, also, silly. how how would you honest to God feel as the bride and groom if somebody's like, yes, I want to make the best decision I can make in my entire life and follow the Lord Jesus Christ right here on your wedding right day. Right now, I'm going to ruin your wedding day. Right now, I want to do it. I'm going to cry. I'm going to tell you everybody my testimony in front of everyone, and then we'll get back to whatever yeah. you want to do. Have you ever been to a wedding? This is like it's like pregnant bombing at a wedding. Like, it is, or like getting engaged at a wedding. <laughs> that also yeah, seems yeah. insane to me. Yeah. Have you been to a wedding where they did like a full-on worship service before? Not just like a guy and a guitar. I'm talking like a full no. worship band with slides and like they dim the lights. Because I have twice. That twice is odd. One Once of them I actually played enough. in the band, and I think it's hilarious. One of my buddies, I was stand, we were standing up. He had 10 people on each side in the wedding. So it was a huge wedding party, which is yeah. a whole other thing to be mad about. But yeah, we all, most of us could play instruments. And so he was like, oh, I want to play like two worship songs uh, like halfway through the service. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll keep it like really like low key. And he was like, no, we're going to do like a full thing. But the funny part to me is that we're all in tuxes with red bow ties. So, like, at one point in the service, I'm the best man. I'm just standing next to him. And then three minutes later, I'm behind the drum set with the lights <laughs> dimmed. <laughs> like, just falling, like, and where are, we look like a bunch of, like, chimps playing instruments like that guy who wrote like the nba theme song (laughs) round ball rock (laughs) yeah round ball rock exactly man another thing so not so much worship songs but i did uh go to a wedding where the walk-in and it may have been more than one but i do vividly remember this one because it was like played on guitar and sung set a fire was the song that the bride walked into nice so how, how many how many words that I can't, can't contain. contain that I can't control? Um, how, how, <gasps> uh, how <laughs> I guess how many like weddings have you been to that have had a worship song as the lead in for the bride? Oh, a, a pretty good amount. Pro- yeah. I would say with words because like uh there's a tastefulness to it just being like piano okay um with words i'd say like a handful maybe like three okay. or four somewhere around there but yeah it feels, most it are instrumentals. feels weird it does feel weird to have someone it, sing during the walk yeah. down there's a lot of have you been to a catholic wedding before i've been to an episcopalian wedding mm, no not did they do a wedding. full they are my whole dad's side's catholic they are like the whole service itself is an hour and a half. It's a full mass. You do a full mass no. for the wedding. This was not full mass. It is 
a nightmare. Because and here's the thing, it and this was a funny to me is like as a Southern Baptist, most ceremonies are very quick, maybe 15, 30 minutes max. Like that's usually where they're sitting. Catholic weddings Should are be. always like a full mass. So it's at least an hour, if not more. You get the full Ave Maria and everything. But what's funny to me is that the people at Catholic weddings don't care about the ceremony and they want to just get to the after party and start drinking. And yeah. the flip side so for the Southern Baptists is Southern Baptists, all they care about is the ceremony and how lovely it is. And they have dry weddings and don't want to hang out and they go home by seven o'clock. It makes no sense yeah. to me. Why, why don't these two just switch? Right? I've been saying that for years. Why don't Southern Baptists and Catholics just get along and swap? <laughs> just, you know, full on 69. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you mean. I do mean that. It's exactly what I mean. Yep. Okay. I well, don't know what 69 it, means. <laughs> okay. Well, Southern Baptists and Catholics, you heard it first. Uh, 69 and you're better. We solved it. We solved, we solved it. Religious animosity in this country. Speaking of weddings. Speaking of. We're going to talk about the second wedding. Oh, boy. I guess in theory. Technically, yeah. The, fir- the first one was Adam and Eve just jumping over a stick they found on the ground. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Just a bunch of squirrels just being like, hooray. That's that's odd to me. The the whole one goat with a really good ass was like, I object. And they didn't have belly buttons. Just smooth abdomens, both of them. Bunch of bunch of Kyle XYs out here. That's right. What are we talking about today? Cain and Abel, right? Yep. Cain and Abel. Uh for listeners um who are unfamiliar with the story. So at the beginning of time, you have Adam and Eve, and then Adam and Eve uh, get out of the garden. They're kicked out because um, they because why ate Evan the fruit? Oh, they be well because of um, pride. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's because right. of because of pride, because of Eve's pride <laughs> and Adam's lustfulness. Oh, lustfulness. Yeah, because and for Adam not having a spine because Eve was too beautiful. That's what it is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and so they get kicked out, and then they have kids, notably Cain and Abel. Um, and not so the professional wrestler Cain, just to be clear. Yeah, it is not and a choke slam from the top of and, and yeah, and not the uh, not the sound editing software Ableton. Jesus Christ! What, <laughs> what, what a reach! <laughs> Does your shoulder hurt? It does. <laughs> Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, everyone. We're back. <laughs> We're back, baby. Oh man! So it's starting in chapter four, verse one. Now Adam knew Eve, his wife. Hey, I know you. Hi. Um, and she conceived and bore Cain saying, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I do, I just <laughs> love like. Yeah, let's pause on just verse one. There's a lot to go right there. <laughs> this this isn't, this has nothing to do with the story. It's nope. just the transliteration, but it's how the English, it's how the English uh, standard version just decided to transliterate all of these. And I love in the Bible, 
how every time somebody says they know someone else, that means that they had sex. Yeah. That we're supposed to interpret it as that way. When as a kid, I was just like, oh, man, these people were just meeting each other and having babies. That was like. Yeah. I. <laughs> what's funny is I, I kind of knew what sex was in a way when I was reading some of these stories like growing up. But I didn't know what new meant when they would talk about new. So like I knew sex was out there. I knew that was a thing. But in the Bible, I was like, did people just like, I don't know, like laser vision pregnancy at each other in the Bible? Like what <laughs> happened? Like why, why aren't people just having sex like normal people? Why are they just knowing each yeah. other? <laughs> it's magic sex. Magic sex. But Magic touchless sex. I love that she says, I have gotten a man. The help of the Lord. <laughs> the help of the Lord. Hear that, ladies? If you're out there and you're pining for a penis. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Stop the podcast. Just, just <laughs> ask for the help of the Lord. Uh, I see in the footnotes that Cain sounds like the Hebrew word for gotten. So I guess that's why she named him that, because he has gotten himself. I also a, love a that part of. Uh, these stories where people's names were just words. Yeah. Like in theory, all of ours. Well, that's Adam's are, name. Right? They started. Yeah. They started. Yeah. Adam is man. Yeah. Um, And so like all of our names in theory started in some shape or form is just a word. Not mine. Mine's um, completely unique. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh like all of these, uh, but I like that the Bible explains it. Like my mom wasn't like, I named him Evan because I opened the door or whatever the fuck. Like it's like something like they said something right after birth or something happened or like, you know, Jacob was grabbing onto Esau's foot. Um, and it was like, ah, well, there's a, yeah. a tricky one. So. Like, oh, this Got one has a weird head. He's going to be called Weird Head for us. He's going to be called Weird Head. This one's got a big schnoz. Going to call him Big Schnoz. call this, this guy Little Zacchaeus because he's little. Guys, Zacchaeus is just fine. <laughs> we can just call him Zach, really. We don't even have to call him I mean, just call, Little Zacchaeus. Like, I'm not the only Zacchaeus in this no, city. No, he's little. He's super tiny. No, he's little. Um, and so, again, she bore his brother, Abel. Now, Abel was a keeper of sheep, and Cain a worker of the ground. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So mean and silly. I... I know we were trying a little bit before this, but uh, I yeah, how dare Cain bring the wrong stuff? Yeah, how does he even know? There's no. I remember growing up, people would say, "Well, you know, it's not about the type of sacrifice. It's it's more that we we knew that uh, Abel realized that he could get God's grace just by bringing whatever he had." Where Cain was trying to earn his righteousness and and the sin was in him trying to earn that and i'm like we're kind of reading into the verses there a little bit that seems yeah 
Little... Also, if anyone's trying to earn it, it's Abel who brought the first born of his flock and their fat portions. Cain just brought fruit from the ground. Yeah, right. He, yeah, Abel's a tryhard. And he, yeah, well, and he worked the damn ground. Like, what else was he going to bring? He wasn't going to bring any meat. Yeah, what apples have meat nowadays? What's going on? Yeah, we can't. Yeah, come on, with a uh, meat banana with, with, Gen, huh? with Gen Z. Who knows? You know? <laughs> An impossible burger is that what he's gonna bring yeah. to God? The, these ban- some these bananas soybean pronouns are pork. <laughs> oh, <my>. This <laughs> is our last episode, everyone. Thank you for hanging this out. This is with us. absolutely the last episode. Um, <laughs> But it's so stupid. So, I want to keep talking yeah. about that for a second. Like, I don't understand why he has, like, if God is so patient and understanding and loves us as much as we sing about it, why couldn't he just kind of explain to them the rules about sacrifices beforehand or even just after? I mean, imagine yeah. if this is a whole Abba Father situation and you bring a gift and offering to your heavenly father and he just says he just has no regard for your gift that's pretty shitty so i i don't i've always been uh a little off put by this verse here because it doesn't make sense why yeah. god is immediately like i i don't like this how dare you bring this but then he likes yeah. it never it never sat well with me in the Old Testament, when there, whenever there was a story about God not liking an offering, right? Because in my brain, I was like, "Well, fuck! At least you're getting an offering." Yeah, like at least you tried. I yeah, at least. that's why it's all come like it doesn't fit into the modern scope of Christianity no. because we, when was the last time you made an offering? Yeah, we talk about how much God delights in His offerings back in the Old Testament in these verses. And then suddenly he just doesn't care. And and I know the whole theology of, well, Christ was the perfect sacrifice, so there's no more offerings and no more sacrifices needed to take, whatever. But in the context of this verse, before Christ, if God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, you think you cut him some slack and just be like, hey, man, by the way, I really like sheep, so just bring me a sheep next time and we're good. But no, yeah, instead he just... your brother Abel about sheep. He just like... There, take that. Yeah, middle finger. Well, and if and that brings up the question of like, if Christ is supposed to be the perfect sacrifice, why did there need to be a perfect sacrifice in the first place if that was always ever going to happen? Why did why put Cain through this? See, and this is what uh, all like, ha- it boils back to. These stories in Genesis are explanations of traditions that were already happening. And that's yeah. that's what people don't want to admit. They're like, well, this is how the whole world started. It's like, no, like people were sacrificing. No, no way. Because they had no idea what they were doing. People were just going, yeah, yeah let's just burn one of my uh, sheep up and maybe the sky will rain later if I yeah. burn this really good thing that I enjoy or that. And I'm also, saying. don't let it get lost on you that sacrificing is not explained yet. Exactly. Yes. It's good not point. like, so how do they know? Uh-huh what sacrifice to do. Well, the word so, was written on their heart, Evan. It was written on their heart all along. <laughs> Bullshit. 
it falls apart so like we're in chapter yeah. four. This is what I'm gonna get on my box. It's a about lot. to fall apart even more here. Oh, I know. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, yeah. What grinds my gears is that people are like, well, they 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 say the Bible is the perfect history of everything, and it's the truth that they follow. And I'm like, if you just go four chapters in, four chapters in, you get so many questions. Not to say this debunks the rest of the Bible, but it sure as heck makes it a little difficult to just go, oh yeah, this makes a hundred percent sense. You know, like yeah. it's there's Absol- already too many absolutely. questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's keep going. Exactly. Um but for Cain and his offering, he brought no regard, so Cain was very angry and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry and why is your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is contrary to you, but you must rule over it. Cain spoke to Abel, his brother, and when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother and killed him. Damn. Hell yeah. They choke slam him to death. Yeah. Just over and over you on just, the mat. Just pulled out Boom. a gun. Boom. <laughs> just pulled out a real gun in the middle. <laughs> and then Kane just pulled out a gun. <laughs> out a gun. Just a big iron so, on his hip. I don't like like I don't like the explanation that God offers because he's just like, what are you sad for? Yeah. Kind of uh yeah. Kind of butthole dad move here. Just like yeah. stop being sad. Gotta yeah. get over and it. And Cain goes out and kills Abel. Yeah, yikes. Um which escalates it from like ninety to a thousand. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh darn, my banana, my edible arrangement didn't turn out well. With my God. edible arrangement didn't do it for God. <laughs> Better go kill my brother. Just throws an edible arrangement in the trash, and it just immediately shoots his brother in the chest. Yeah, with an actual gun. <laughs> with a real, we can't emphasize enough how much it's a real, yeah, real life. It gun. says it. There's actually like an archaeological picture next to it of a <laughs> Glock. It's like a huge gun, like in Batman, where the Joker just pulls it all the way out of his suit. It's like a four-foot barrel. (laughs) Kane is standing on like the other side of the field, and the end of the barrel touches the back of the back of Abel's head. And him not knowing what a gun is at this time, he's just, you know, he's curious. It was, it was, it was written on his heart. So he's just looking down the barrel, (laughs) trying to see if there's things in there. Oh, what's this? Like, oh, what's this? Blam. Enormous hole in his head. Oh my god, this is horrible. It's okay, they're not real. They're not real, everyone. Just remember, these are made up people. The like little (laughs) tendons are like kind of oh my god, wind. It's like a wind tunnel in his head. Stop it. (laughs) And I'm painting a picture. Cease. Uh, Then the Lord said to Cain, "Where is Abel, your brother?" He's like three feet away from down the ground. (laughs) He hides the enormous gun. <laughs> the gun is still smoking. The gun is still smoking. <laughs> Abel is freshly dead. <laughs> He's still crying out. <laughs> Abel, Abel hasn't hit the ground from the bullet blast. Like his, it, it, the force hasn't knocked him over, and God's like, "Where's Abel?" Well, he's kind of like stumbling around, like yeah. he's been shot. 
not quite. It's like a chicken with its head cut off kind of situation. Oh <laughs> he has a sheep for a head now. Yeah. No, he does. Um, and Abel says, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? I love that line. And the Lord said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. Like the telltale heart yeah. written by Edgar Allan Poe. It says that. Um, and now you're cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength, and you shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. Is this the whole story behind why, like, sometimes the ground is tough? Absolutely. Because yep. that's fucking moronic. This is... Anytime you have to pull weeds out of your yard or you hit clay or you just your your lawnmower runs out of gas, it's because Cain shot Abel in the face <laughs> <laughs> with an actual gun. <laughs> God. Yeah, there's no like I don't know where we are in history at this point. I guess if we're looking at if you're going to be Ken Ham and say the earth is Four or six thousand years old, 6, so maybe four thousand BC. Old. Where were we at agriculturally? Actually, I don't know where we were at agriculturally four thousand years ago. Like I have no idea, but I I think this is trying to explain that like why which like agriculture is a huge part of their society, especially nomadic uh, Israel yeah. at this time, and so trying to explain why the ground's tough. Other than it's just the fucking ground <laughs> that seems to be the most easy like even i don't if know because it's anything rocks? about anything yeah because there's rocks like because you walk on it yeah like <laughs> jesus this this really isn't like meteorology rocket science anything like that it's the fucking ground why is the ground you don't need hard? a myth because it's ground <laughs> why is the ground hard well the first person's son shot the other son and his blood poured okay, all geez, over the grandpa. earth. Well, I want to know this then. Like, Fuck. did God curse the rest of the earth from this? Or was it just that one little spot where the blood got on the Or was it just for Cain? Yeah. <laughs> like, Cain before, he had a green thumb, and now just everything he touched died. He had a happy He's trigger like, finger. Trying to we know that. <laughs> I know. I've been trying to plant these azaleas, and they just won't bloom. He has, like, gardening gloves, like a big sun hat. <laughs> Like an apron on, like a smock. And a gun. <laughs> He's just like, gosh darn it, my begonias are just not grown anymore. Ever since I shot my brother. <laughs> Son of a bee sting. Ever since that one murder, let me tell you. You can't murder anybody nowadays. Ah, shoot some pebble sticks. Um, <laughs> so when you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. You shall be a fugitive and no wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, you have driven me today away from the ground, and from your face I shall be hidden. I shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. Dang. Who? Yeah, obviously, who? <laughs> That's a great question. That's an excellent Mom, question. Dad? Yeah. Like <laughs> Methuselah? He's 900. You, got, you, you can outrun him. <laughs> you can outwalk him. <laughs> you 
super oh, old. Shit, there goes Methuselah. Better walk away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's still coming. I'm just gonna walk some more. <laughs> he's turning into powder as we speak. Good thing I have the only gun. <laughs> he's like Marty McFly in Back to the Future. He's got the car. He's got the one piece of technology in this day and age. He's got This is why like <laughs> This is where it falls apart of like, well, it was, you know, Adam and Eve and we all descended from Adam and Eve and blah, 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 blah. Because it was like, okay, then why didn't God, after Cain said something like this, like whoever's going to kill me, whoever sees me is going to kill me. Why didn't God just go? Well, who we're going to get into this. I mean, we won't hit verse 17, but it talks about Cain knowing his wife. The next question is, who the hell's his wife? <laughs> Tell me, who who could his wife be? Mom? It's either mom or a sister. He, you literally have two options. There's, there's only, <laughs> or a bastard daughter, child. No, or a niece. Or a niece. Either way, it's it's a once removed relationship. There is no <laughs> yeah, second cousins it is, here. It is. No, it is so bad. Yeah, so... um. Whoever finds me will kill me. Then the Lord said to him, Not so. If anyone kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord put a mark on Cain, lest anyone found him and should, should attack him. Now, Mormons believe this to be where black people got created. Whoa. Really? This yeah. is news to me. I didn't know this. Yeah. Um, Dang, Mormons do better. The, Jeez. I know. Um, I think they've walked it back now. Yikes! Like in 1979. Oh, okay. Or something like Very that. Very timely. Like, thank God. Yeah. When? Yeah. When? Uh, <laughs> when God decided that black people could be Mormons? Yeah, of course. Um, is infinite. Wisdom. But this, like, uh, a friend of mine uh, used to be a Mormon, and she went to the children's museum and told me. So I haven't fact checked it. I'll be honest, but I have heard of the Mark of Cain being an illusion in some Christian circles to uh how black people got created i would not be surprised if there's chapters of christianity that would believe that because uh, no. i i've heard um, similar things that there's certain points of the bible where they're like well this explains why there's different races because this happened yeah yikes but uh yeah the lord put a mark on cain whether it was something yeah your question's a great question of who who is going to be attacking him at this point? Like yep. I I don't know. He's just out in Skyrim all by himself. Yeah, he's just running around in circles. The same map. Yeah. <laughs> then Cain went away from the presence of the Lord and sailed in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Nice. And uh found the band, I guess. Um Cain then knew his wife, whoever the fuck that is. And she conceived and bore Enoch. Amazing. Yeah, what a what a way to end. So the other fun part about this is verse 16. Because I feel like a lot of Christians nowadays don't understand that God, in, for most of the Old Testament, is like a, a dude. Like it's not some giant cloud man, creature, spirit, yeah. orb that hovers everyone. Like it's just literally a guy 
Yeah, Walker. like it all starts out in Eden. There's the Garden of Eden, yeah. and Adam and Eve get kicked out of it, but they're still in Eden. Yeah, exactly. So there's like Eden, there's a garden that, that God resides in, and he created that was perfect. But if you if you look at God just being a guy with arms and legs, all this makes sense, because like that's why he couldn't find where Abel's dead body was, because he's just a literal dude like walking <laughs> around. Like That's why he was walking around asking Adam and Eve where they've hidden, why have they hidden from him? See, I was, I, like, I didn't. It's hard to play hide and seek with an omnipotent God, but one that's just like a bro. It's very easy. Well, that's how I thought as a kid was that God was how he is now and like just can see everything at all times. And so when he was like, Eve, where are you? I was like, what, you idiot. Like, why can't you just look? Like, just look down, just peer. Oh, God, forgot to turn on God vision. <laughs> Oh, I'm now looking I up. You. I need to look down. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, sun was in my eyes. Yeah, so when. Nice. Uh, Amen, brother. Well, what what else do you remember from this story growing up as far as Cain and Abel? Did you ever present it to you in a more kid-friendly way or? <sighs> I think the most kid-friendly way this was ever presented to me was Cain killed Abel. Because he was jealous. I think that's like. Yep. And it's a kid's story. Like it is is taught in like yeah. children's Sunday school murder. Oh, like definitely. A murder story was taught. And. God, man, it's crazy. I don't recall if there's a VeggieTales about this. I, I didn't watch a ton of VeggieTales. Me neither. I feel like they're. Might have been somewhere. If there's a veggie tales about it, send it to us. We'll take a look. Yeah, please let us know. I want to see if like a potato gets skinned alive or something. Yeah. Or if a vegetable gets steamed. Steamed. You're about to get steamed. <laughs> steamed. Get out, my, get out of my grocery store. Or if a or if a pear gets shot with an actual gun. Why <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid funny. Just <laughs> 4,000 BC, and Cain has access to a full-on gun. This is so dumb. Pretending uh, by sheep. Blam. God. Uh, this story, though, I, I do remember as a kid it being taught, like, in Sunday school. And, and yeah, they talk about murder. And it was always presented, you know, Cain was the villain right away. Like there was, yeah, and that's why I, I'm, as I got older, I tried to read more of the Bible with a little bit more, I don't know the word, I guess like humanity. Like I was trying to look at each person like, okay, like Satanism, Satanism. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I was trying to look at every character that comes across in chapters of like, okay, I'm not going to just look at them and go good, bad and go from there. But like, let's just see what they're like. So, you know, try to give cuts, gain some slack. Yeah. He shot his brother point blank. Big whoop. But that these stories are too simplistic to be real people. Like they're just too like, this one's good, yeah. this one's bad. God blesses this one, curses this one. And that's why we have that's why farming's tough. And there we go. I mean, it's just too a real story would have a lot more complexity and a lot more cousins and strangers involved in the whole marriage process. <laughs> But, yes, but uh, fun that they just didn't 
didn't name her. There are so many people who are just named oh, yeah. in the Bible, and they're named once, and then that's it. And they were just like, nope, Cain's wife doesn't have a name, which was either just like, eh, who cares? Or it was like, I feel like it was, eh, who cares? Because incest wasn't nearly as big of a deal. Um, yeah, it was back until then, 1978 it when they were like, oh, we should stop doing this. Maybe we, maybe we should stop having incest. Um, yeah, keep the baby though. It is funny that she doesn't have a name, his wife, and she might be, I don't know, like the fourth person ever made on earth. That's ridiculous. And we don't have a name for him. Like, we don't have a name. That's what's wild to me is like, we got Adam and Eve, and then when's the next lady? When's the next woman? Everyone just is wives for a while. Let us know, maybe listener. If I to Enoch was born, I read, I read, fathered Mahujael, Mahujael, fathered Mahujael, <laughs> and Lamech took Lamech took two wives. Lamech. So Ada and Zila. Okay. Ada and Zilla. So we got those two. All right. So we got so Ada and Zilla. Uh, yeah. Adderall uh, and, and uh, Zillow. <laughs> so yeah, apartments.com and Zillow. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> All right, we, we need to log off. This is going downhill fast. This is great. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can uh, look us up at unblessedpodcast.com. That's unblessedpodcast.com. You can uh, email us your, your questions, your ideas, anything funny you find right there. Or you can send it to our Instagram uh, or our TikTok or our YouTube or our threads or Oh, I think that's Just it. Just call us on our um, cell phones if you want. Call us on, yeah. Um, show up at my door. Yep. Show up at Scott's Just show door. up unannounced at my back door. You'll be fine. Yep. Yep. That'll be great. Um, I wanted to kind of end this podcast uh, with something a little bit different. Oh, okay. I'm listening. So something at you. So I was watching this interview, and it's an interview with Santana. Nice. And this girl's on the interview, and she just starts talking about Satanism. And Santana looks to the guy to the right of him and is like, where'd you put out the ad for this? And the guy's like, I put it on the Santanaist Reddit. And the girl's like, oh, no. Oh, no. I th- saw it on the Satanist Reddit. Santanaist. And, and so just remember that you're always accidentally away from, if you like Santana, you're always so close to running into a Satanist by accident. Jesus. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for coming with me on that trip. <laughs> Bye. Thank you all. Bye.